Welcome to Destination Marriage, a podcast about successfully navigating the winding roads of marriage. Whether you're newlyweds, engaged, looking to get married, or have been married for years, we want to share with you how we have navigated those winding roads over the past 19 years in our marriage. Join us on this journey as we talk about real life experiences in a marriage and what we have learned along the way. We discuss love, travel, fitness, raising kids, friendships, and much more, all from the perspective of our lives together. Happiness, love, grace, passion are some of the things we all strive for in a marriage, and we invite you to take this journey with us. Welcome Welcome to to Destination Destination Marriage. Welcome to episode 50 of Destination Marriage. I'm Tommy. And I'm Jackie. And we are thrilled to have you join us on this journey today. Absolutely. So first of all, before I dive right in, can I just say, I think we, I feel like we should be having champagne because it's the 50th episode. Indeed. We might have to do that later. Okay. So (laughs) it is National Mental Health Month. So what better time to address the upcoming holiday season? Mm. Actually, 88% of people say their stress level increases during the holidays. And the other 12% are lying. Probably. <laughs> Unless you're on your, you know, Bill Gates yacht. Yes. Well, yeah, in that case, you're probably not that stressed out. The holidays can be a wholesome time of building memories, indulging in your favorite foods, and feeling the love of your family and friends. But it can also be a tumultuous time for those who don't have family nearby. Maybe they've experienced a recent loss or they're in the midst of a financial struggle. Mm-hmm. The reality is that the holidays can bring on a level of stress that makes us all in need of a mental health check. Indeed. And blending family traditions, especially when newly married, can certainly add to the existing pressures of the desired perfect holiday season. Indeed. Or stress-free, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that. Well, that's why we're talking today, isn't it? Well, you know, it's all these ideas, I guess, and expectations that we have around, you know, what the holidays should be and what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And when you're blending families and you're newly married, I mean, they're so, I mean, that's just unchartered territory almost, right? right? Yeah. I mean, and we, you know, it's, it, it can cause all sorts of issues. Um, you're now, you're now adding to the equation, uh, you know, extended family on both sides, mm-hmm. um, Maybe it's close friends. Maybe you've had like friend traditions you've done over the years or, right. you know, and now you've got, you've got this new, you know, this, you know, kids, maybe no kids, you know, sometimes it's, it's hard. Right. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff. So we were, we were thinking like, Hey, why don't we kind of talk about how can you do this successfully? Mm-hmm. Maybe talk a little bit about what we've done. Right. So we have certainly have different backgrounds that you know we've we've been and we've had to kind of manage over mm-hmm. the years as far as our families and yeah and like so for on. example and i still believe in santa claus and tommy doesn't <laughs> well i love your sister's line so her her 30 year old son to this day chris how are you uh, from what i understand mm-hmm. correct me if i'm wrong has never like had the conversation about santa claus with his mom well, he doesn't believe in Santa anymore. I know. But yeah, I think because she was so passionate about keeping just, the spirit alive of Santa Claus. We're just not going to talk about it. He's like, I'm just going to roll with it, you know. But That's she's got the son. best line ever. I love Christine's line what around. Was her li- oh, oh I she's like, oh, is Santa Claus real? And her, it doesn't matter how old the person is. Anytime that question is asked, it's he's as real as you want him to be. That's what she told me. <laughs> and she to, had you. Yeah, I was till like, you were like 20. No, I remember asking her. She's like, he's as real as you want. Isn't him that a to great be. line? It really is. Right? Well, let's move on. Christine, we love you, but it's time to move on. <laughs> so, all kidding aside, mm-hmm. this can be a real challenge. 
for for new couples, for blended families, for you know any any situation where you're bringing two cultures, two traditions, multiple traditions together. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly around the holidays is where a lot of times it it kind of don't want it to rear its ugly head, but like mm-hmm. holiday traditions are typically time Thanksgiving and New Year mm-hmm. or in Christmas or the more traditional holidays where families get yeah. together. You're packing a lot into a very short period mm-hmm. of time. So Yeah. And so we were you know, you think about like so okay, if you have a new a new marriage, let's just play a new marriage card for now, right? Okay. Who wins when mm-hmm. you blend family traditions? Does it have to be a win lose? Yeah. Or could it be a you know, everybody wins and you mm-hmm. use the word blend. To, right. you know. I think it can be, I mean, a, an everyone wins situation, but mm-hmm. everybody has to be on board. Which leads us to what are some of those potential like challenges or, or concerns or issues that could arise, right? And yeah. so um, I think because we're talking about extended families, the mm-hmm. number one is going to be multiple family personalities, um, Kind of Wait, multiple personalities. Well, not we multiple about? personalities. Multiple personalities. <laughs> Wait a second. Are, yeah, that's a whole different, uh, <laughs> a whole different episode. Um, you know, now you've got a lot of personalities influencing your now kind of your traditional. You know, your your immediate family. You know, your your actual household's decisions. And mm-hmm. so, what is that? What could that look like? Right? Could be guilt, um, anger, flat out anger, mm-hmm. stubbornness. Um, Passive aggressive. A lot of passive. There's there tends to be a lot of passive aggressive comments, you know, Um, you know, and the stubbornness could be around. Well, you know, this is the way we've always done it. So Mm -hmm. the expectation is uh, that you're here at this time for this event. Mm -hmm. Oh, and by the way, the other side of the family, it's the same exact expectation, albeit a little bit different. Right. Right. It's a tug of war. Tug of war. Could Mm be. Um I definitely think another big one is religious views and mm-hmm. differences culturally. Oh yeah. Certainly around the holidays that, that plays an extra role, mm-hmm. you know? So how do you, man, how do you have, you know, how do you kind of balance out different religious views or, or traditions around those religious views? Like, right. So if you're Catholic, maybe you go to mass every Christmas Eve. And so mm-hmm. if you're all of a sudden, Hey, well, what do you mean? You're not going to want to go to mass. We're going to, you're going to go to the other. No, that's yeah. what we do. And there might be things that you're committed to also, mm-hmm. um, during that time, you know, with your church. So, I mean, that can also obviously, you know, with scheduling, right. That can be a challenge as well. (laughs) So, you know, practical problems are a huge piece of this, you know, in terms of just traveling. I mean, for you and I both, obviously everyone kind of lives within a reasonable distance. Other than New York. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm saying like, we don't, it's not like we have people that are clear across the country. It's basically here in New York for us. Right, right, which is, that's not that long of a drive. I mean, we've made that work multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, either we travel or everyone's traveled to us. And I obviously, I think most of the time, everyone will kind of come down here because there's more family members. We'll just play local. that card. We'll leverage the, well, the and, more people. And we had the younger children. At you know, the time. Yeah, yeah at the certainly. Time. Yeah. So, now you we know, don't have that excuse. It's like, oh, right. we can't we're not play that card. No, we're not the ones with the younger kids anymore. But that's a huge piece of it. You know, the practical issues around travel, other events, like mm-hmm. you said, that may be in line with their religious beliefs, their church, if they're, you know, part of a, a church pageant or mm-hmm. you know, Christmas Eve service. Um, but even schools, you know, if you have kids in schools, but if you're a newlywed, let's say you don't have children yet, it's probably going to be more along the lines of what your current circumstances are at that time and how you can juggle both families, meet everyone's needs. 
so do you think it's easier if like if you're maybe a newlywed and mm -hmm. couple and you're out you're, you're you both live somewhere you live somewhere else right so you're in a you one of you got a job so you went to a new city yeah and you've got parents and families in different directions right. it's almost easier to be like well we can't we're going you know, to we're unable. To help yeah the, but uh, i mean you can almost use that excuse like well we can't go here and here so we're just going to stay here to clean the beaches there's too many seashells uh, yeah so. <laughs> like four christmases right but i mean when you've got one fan you know if one family's local mm -hmm. to where you're at and the other you know the other side of the family somewhere else now it's a different consideration right so maybe mm -hmm. like they feel slighted because well you always have them around Right. Why don't you come to us for, you know, so there's all these scenarios that are just real and in mm -hmm. real life. Right. And then you add on top of that guilt, passive aggressive personalities from other family mm -hmm. members. Maybe you've got family members that don't like each other. And, you know, so yeah. it's like, well, and you know, there's only certain things, there's only a certain number of things that we can handle or I'm sorry, right. not handle, but control or manage. Right. right. We're not manage really responsible for managing all of these. And who knows, some people have really big extended families. So right. that's a lot of personalities. You're not responsible for managing that. But I do think it's really important that both husband and wife, especially as newlyweds, because maybe this is, like we said earlier, uncharted territory, <laughs> have those conversations ahead of time. So now is a great time. It's October. Look, right. Thanksgiving's coming up. Christmas is coming up. Hanukkah, New Year's. You know, I mean, these are all events that obviously usually spend with family and friends. And I think those conversations need to happen now versus... At least plant a seed or yeah. plant a seed hey, a couple months ago. <laughs> do you want to, you know, do you want to spend Thanksgiving with our friends or mm -hmm. our family or especially if you're traveling, you know, just to be fair. So no one feels as though they're sacrificing their time. Yeah, Cause the longer ones. you wait in, and especially if it's new, right? So new couple or a new family, blended family, or like right. you know, all of a sudden you wait those, maybe your, your in-laws and the other in-laws are just to make the assumptions then become, they just start planning if nothing's yeah, talked about. Right. Like, that's true. Well, if they already had preconceived notions of what was going to happen, what mm -hmm. we were going to be doing. Right. Oh, wait a minute. We just, you know, but it's hard. It's a hard conversation too. So, yeah, that can you know, be my nature would be like, ah, just put it off. But wait till the last minute, day before Christmas yeah, Eve on the 23rd, oh, sorry, Tommy, Tommy gives a call. Ring. Yeah. Hey, a text. Uh, but I mean, all not those, even a call. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just that kidding. is harsh. But I mean, all those things are real and things that I'm sure uh, our listeners have had varying kind of, uh, issues, you know, there's, I think the, um, it's the third time I've said it, but I think a lot of the, the mm -hmm. personalities, multiple kind of in influences. Right. Yeah. And then the last one that we kind of talked about that is really one of those practical or, you know, something you really could be a challenge is mm -hmm. you really may want to start your own tradition. Yeah. Right. Like, okay, let's, let's do this. Or maybe, you know, Ooh, how do you balance that? Now you've got all, mm -hmm. now you got a third kind of, you know, opinion in the whole who's going where for what tradition and blending cultural and, mm -hmm. and, you know, we're, we're focused on the holidays cause it's so relevant, but mm -hmm. I mean the cultural component or the, the traditional component is really important there. And mm -hmm. it doesn't, our, our view is it doesn't have to be a, a win lose. Like it doesn't have mm -hmm. to be somebody wins or lo loses. Right. Yeah. Um, and so you know, truthfully, we've sort of benefited in a lot of ways um, from some things that are kind of unique, not unique to us, but, you know, you know, that are our traditions, our, our values, you know, mm -hmm. we, we, our families kind of like each other. So like we haven't had too many issues where it's like we have to keep two different it's not two different traditions or two no, different we've cultures. We've done a, a lot, lot of, of just blended holidays always. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
I don't know, it's just never been, and I've never even thought of it as a separate thing either. Maybe that our approach was different from the beginning. Well, it was always, how are we doing everything together versus, oh, we're going to separate and Christmas try to like manage it versus just, we're that all was going never our approach. Yeah. And also, I mean, the difference is our families both like each other. So it's more of a, the more the merrier, you know, right. everybody kind of has that approach to it. But you know, the reality is if not everyone lives in the same location, that's not even an option, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, I think it's a little unique probably for some couples. And our trade off tends to be, if we're going to be, if people are going to be traveling and not every year, mm-hmm. one of us has gone up there or down here, you know, we used yeah. to have family in, in Northern Virginia and your side too. So that, that used to be kind of a component that we'd have yeah. to factor in. And then we just kind of flip flop with Thanksgiving. That's Christmas, what we would typically do. Right. Or new year's, you mm-hmm. know, we would do stuff on new year's Yeah, as and well. try to try to be, be cognizant of that. So, but you know, we, we all have a shared faith and that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, the reality is there's going to be couples that, you know, maybe, uh, someone's Christian, someone's Jewish, and you've got mm-hmm. around the same time period very different. It's a lot of holidays, holidays yeah. right? And so you've got to you've got to manage that and mm-hmm. balance that out and be be mindful. And we'll talk about like, hey, mm-hmm. some here's some tips, <laughs> some yeah. things either we've learned along the way or some things mm-hmm. to, that we think would be important to really be considered of. Yeah. Um, I really do wish, and I'm looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is probably a mom thing. I don't know, or maybe it's mm-hmm. even a wife thing. If I didn't have kids, maybe I would think this way too. But in terms of traditions, I feel like there's always this kind of reel in the back of your head of what the image is around Christmas, what it should look like, the smells of Christmas, you know, just just what that feeling should be like mm-hmm. in your home and your mind and, you know, just how you <laughs> feel like it's so exciting, like, you, like when you were a kid, you know, mm-hmm. and when I think back, I'm like, gosh, there's so many things that I wish I had done tradition wise with the kids, like every single year, as cheesy as it may be. And sometimes it just didn't work because of time constraints and stuff like that. But I do wish that, and our kids are older now, so maybe, you know, we would have to change those things anyhow. Mm -hmm. But I do wish we had probably um, had maybe some specific things that we did every single year where, whether it was, I don't know, weren't you telling me that a Someone you knew along the way, they had planted their Christmas tree. Yeah, it was an old physician I used to, I worked with, and he was telling us it was around the holidays. And so this was, uh, he, he was older back when I knew him about 12 years ago, so I'm not mm. sure you know how old he is now. But yeah, he would say that uh, they used to get, I guess, real, real Christmas trees you could get with the whole root, like the root ball, like yeah. kind of like burlap sacked up, I guess, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they would plant it each year in their home. So their parents' house that they lived in forever, I guess, you go and there'd be like this, you know, like a, look like a bar chart of, of Christmas mm-hmm. trees in different heights. And each tree was like, oh yeah, that was 19, whatever. Yeah. That's cool. It I mean, is, obviously you have right? to have some land to do that, Yeah, but that's a really neat tradition. It's little things, right? Yeah. And then obviously little, I'm sure, you know, they have grandkids now and they can see, oh, this was dad's Christmas tree when he was five years old or whatever. It just, mm-hmm. it, that's something really cool. And I think back, I'm like, gosh, I wish there was something that we had kind of stuck to. And we did little things here and there, but nothing you know, that I think, every single year. Yeah. And if, we when we talk about repeat. like blending cultures or traditions, you know, culture, there's cultural religious traditions. And then there's just traditions like you're talking about. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll admit I've probably been more of the not anti what you're saying, but more of like, just get through the holidays. No, I mean, no, I'm I'm just talking about like, I'm not as nostalgic. Oh, okay. And I think that's probably hurt 
you know, it's not. That's your, because it's, someone didn't tell you that Santa is as real as you want. I know. To be. My that's, mom was just, you know, that's what happened. She was just no Santa. And that was it. <laughs> Sorry, mom. I'm just kidding. I don't remember when I, I do remember when me and Doug, uh, ruined it for some other kid that was like well past the age where he should have known. And we told him like, yeah, like, what are you talking about? That's terrible. Well, apparently like that kid's mom, like said something to my mom about it. I was like, okay, Did well, you get there's the problem. No. But she, you no, know. you should have been scolded for that. Really? That's not okay. Killing the spirit of Christmas for another child, not okay. Okay, we weren't five, sweetheart. We were older. I don't care if you were eight. <laughs> we were 17. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> this was last year. This was a couple of years ago. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, you know, I think we have benefit. Let's be honest. So we, we, we have overall, we have you know families that really get along. We, we do stuff together quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really been hard over the last couple of years, not being able to do that. It's really stark is w- even though I'm not nostalgic like that, like mm-hmm. of like a list of these things, well, we've always done it this way. So we want to continue this. Um, I do love having everybody around. Mm-hmm. I love the feeling. You I mean, like the chaos a of bit. having just everyone around every it's loud and there's food and there's food. Mm-hmm. That's what you really <laughs> there's like. Food, there's more food. Um, <laughs> So what are the things, so for example, right? So, yeah. you, you know, you have, you you grew up in New York, mm-hmm. you've, you're Hispanic, you've mm-hmm. got, you know, food traditions and cultural traditions around that. I grew up in Maryland, mm-hmm. you know, a kind of a whole smorgasbord of, of ethnicities, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, what are some of the things that we've done, both traditional, cultural, that, you know, that we think we've done a pretty good job of like blending and how does that kind of look yeah. today? Mm-hmm. Right? I think, um. The one that we were talking about earlier that really comes to mind is like a lot of our big family meals where we're together now is just a blend of, yeah, of we have Hispanic dishes. Right. There's always a penne on the on the yeah. table right next to the to the fried turkey my dad makes. Right. It's yeah, like, and then you always <laughs> make, which is funny. You're the one who makes it. Not I don't make it. The coquito. That's that's right. That's something right? that's part of Christmas. Which um, is just a, a nice fancy word of saying uh, like spiked egg dunk, but it's got a little. It co- is. Hundred percent better than eggnog. I mean, there's no comparison. But yeah, at all. for anybody that doesn't know what that is, it's spiked eggnog with cinnamon in it. It's much better than eggnog. <laughs> well, I got that from Uncle Robert. He made it. I was yeah. like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna one up him and and make it better. And his is still pretty good. His is amazing. Um, yeah, and I mean, that's the biggest one I think that we've been pretty open about. Yeah. And been, I think that's helpful. I mean, right? I mean, the kitchen is the heart of the home. So if no one has issues with blending you know, what they make best. And it's not potluck. It still kind of has like Mm -hmm. a, it flows as far as our meals, but it's a mix. Yeah, we really do. That's one thing I feel like, um, not just for like Thanksgiving, but other meals, right? Yeah. And it brings everyone together. I think Mm -hmm. it's an easy one. You talk about a win, win, win for everybody. If you don't cook, but it's one of those things that like, for example, your mom is an amazing baker. Um, and so, I always ask her to make like her famous apple pie and you know, the things that she, her corn pudding and like the things that, it, and now my whole family, Oh, we're Sandy's apple pie or we're <laughs> Sandy's corn pudding. And then where's yeah. Christine's penny. And yeah. Like, and it just you know, kind of brings everyone's, mm-hmm. you know, talents in the kitchen together. It's fun. It, it makes it fun. I have fully embraced Puerto Rican cuisine. You have actually, I have fully embraced. I can't, I don't, I'm not good. I'm not allowed to touch, touch the rice in the kitchen. That's the only thing you say, don't touch it. I'll do it. But, you know, I, I think there's so much, there's so much power in a meal mm-hmm. potentially, um, 
that I think that's a, if you want a great place to start and you're looking for from somewhere to start and not sure where to start and you've got all these different traditions and cultures, why not just start there? Yeah. Why not make it, you know, half and half or a third, mm-hmm. a third, whatever. It doesn't have to be all your cultural kind of food mm-hmm. traditions yeah. versus the other. You oh, know, wait, I just thought of a tradition. That <gasps> we do or that you want to do? <laughs> no, that we didn't even know that we were doing, but we're, we do actually do this. <laughs> what do we do? It's a light bulb moment. Um, we do watch a Christmas story every year. We put it on every year we do. And, and just leave it on. We just leave it on. Okay. That's yeah. a little one. That's a good one. I mean, I know it's not like earth shattering, but I mean, it I, is something we do consistently. That's a good one. But I think in general, it doesn't have to be the holidays, but if you're trying to blend families, right, start at the kitchen table. Why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I think it almost for, especially if you're newlyweds, you're newly married, it kind of tells a story of what your holiday looked like as a kid, what you grew up with, what it, or just what your dinner table looked like. Yeah. And the smells of your kitchen. I think that's kind of, especially if you do have different cultures, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously for my family, we obviously have a lot of Hispanic meals and our meals taste a little bit different. So it was fun, you know, when we first got married to kind of integrate the two and, you know, your family got to try something new and it just, I don't know. I think it makes it fun and it's a good way for you to kind of share your story as a kid and what you used to like and learn a little bit more about, if you don't know already, about your spouse. And and like I said, we keep focusing on the holidays because it's important. That's like where everyone's together. But uh, I'm concerned about mental health right now because I'm telling you, the holidays are very stressful mm -hmm. on top of everything with like having to purchase gifts and Mm -hmm. you know you may already have like office parties and just other things that are demanding I think it's a good way to kind of prepare yourself and what this looks like especially if you haven't had the conversation yet and you're newly married I think it's something that you probably should address Mm -hmm. agree all right baby so that's what we've done yeah what what let's talk about some some kind of tips and and best practices if you will of like hey how could you you know, what are some ideas to, you know, to consider? Cause some right. of these things you may not consider until it's an issue, right? All of a sudden it's an issue and it's like, oh my gosh, now you feel like you've got, you're getting, you're getting beat up from both sides, right? You're, you're trying to, mm-hmm. you're trying to, you know, maybe appease everybody, which then appeases no one. And all of a sudden it's just chaos. So what can you do, you know, to kind of preempt this and make things go as smooth as possible when you're, when you're, whether it's holidays or blending just traditions and cultures in general. Um, I think this is kind of a big thing for me, mm-hmm. me personally. I don't know if this is something that would, is something you struggle with, but have re- realistic expectations. Just start right there. I mean, well, I'm just saying that's just something that probably, okay, so when- I, I think, cause I am very nostalgic, even if it's not Christmas or Thanksgiving, any type of event, you know, that's just where my mind goes. So having realistic expectations of your spouse or of your of, extended families to be open to change of, you know, how everyone is going to get together, just how oh, yeah, the right. whole time together is going to be like, mm-hmm. you probably are imagining this just, you know, kumbaya around the campfire and, you know, things just don't really go as planned. I mean, that could be heart wrenching for me. It would be. So I'm saying have realistic ex- expectations going into it. Okay. And then when they're not met, what's the what's the next step don't beat up your husband for pat it um <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> um i i think 
but as you're kind of heading into these, you know, whether it's premarital or new, new, you know, second marriages or mm-hmm. any of this is, I think is really important to really talk about the plus and minuses between the two of you, mm-hmm. between your spouse and yourself, you know, the plus and minuses of what's really important and why mm-hmm. some things may be important. Some things may just be, well, that's just a tradition. It doesn't really have any meaning behind it. It's just, mm-hmm. that's just the way it is. Right. Versus. Yeah. Hey, this is, this is, this honors somebody, or this is like a religious tradition, like Mm -hmm. talk about those things and then kind of weigh it out. What's more important, you know, if there's conflicting timelines or schedules or whatever. Yeah. Right. We talked about this a little bit big before. What's that? Plan ahead. Yes. Right. Way ahead. As, as, as way ahead as you possibly can. Yeah. I'm with you on planning ahead and Maybe we should do the Home Depot schedule, right? So they've got Christmas stuff out, like as of like (laughs) September 30th. They had Halloween stuff out in like March. They already cleaned out the Halloween stuff this week. So the pressure is, it's too much. It's already on. I'm already like. Maybe take your cue from, from. Home Depot. From Home Depot. Oh crap. We got to start planning Christmas and it's like, you know, summertime. But. So, hey, but that's. Hey. Maybe if you do that ahead of time, you'll relieve yourself of some of that added pressure and stress. But I agree. Planning ahead is really important, like the where you're going to be, who's going to be a part of what, responsible for what, um, especially if you decide to host, you know, that's yeah, a lot of at least the involved. big details, mm-hmm. right? Of like, if there's a, you know, you're, you're going to different places, mm-hmm. you're, you're traveling or, you know, hosting, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Because the longer you wait, the worse it gets. Mm-hmm. And I'm like saying this as like therapy for myself because like i said when these kind of scenarios come up i tend to be the one that procrastinates so this what is, is this is therapy <laughs> from for me um i tend to be a planner okay you do and which when things if i feel like we're not planning and it gets closer to an event i can almost just like never mind like i'll just literally like shut down well, because I I'm not really by, like a fly by the seat of my pants person, you know. It just doesn't. Yeah, this make... is the these aren't these aren't like. Oh, off we'll the just cuff. show up when we show up. Yeah, you know? these scenarios, especially when it's just you're talking about such such important mm-hmm. issues, right? Yeah. Another one similar to like number one around kind of talk about what's important. Really, mm-hmm. selfishly or selflessly, be open to compromise. Okay. Right, and being willing to to, and and then also tell your families Mm -hmm. to be willing to compromise, you know, as you're kind of learning each other and learning this Mm -hmm. new, this new dynamic, everyone should be open to some compromise. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be like, put all your cards on the table. What's important, you know, but Mm -hmm. that's aggressive, but you know what I mean? It's not a, it's not a give or take. I I want to know what kind of family event planning you went to where (laughs) someone said, put all your cards on the table. What are everything you want to do in the next 50 years? (laughs) Oh goodness. Um, and I think another one, and this, uh, this is, goes along with being willing to compromise, also be timely and effective at communicating with your, with your extended families around what's, mm-hmm. what, what you've decided as a couple, as, yeah. a, as our household, this is what we're going to do while also respecting your extended family, but, but communicating that clearly and if necessary, mm-hmm. sort of like line in the sand kind of mm-hmm. kind of right i don't know what do you think yeah do you mean along the lines of like um like keeping certain conversations off the table that could present like landmines that kind of thing oh well that's like, a whole different a yeah like, like let's talk about politics kinda... and let's talk about yeah. yeah no no i mean what i'm saying is 
if you've decided, like say me and you, right? And it's hard because our families, like I said, we, we kind of benefit from our families getting along and mm-hmm. you know, they talk to each other. Sometimes we don't even know they're talking to each other. Mm-hmm. So, but if it's a, a scenario where, uh, you know, there's issues and there's some conflict, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be the wife going to the husband's in-laws and putting, you know, like yelling and screaming about, well, this is the way we're going to do it. And then mm-hmm. vice versa, the husband shouldn't be going to the you right. know wife. And you know, when I'm saying like effectively meaning like probably better mm-hmm. if I go talk to my family, you go talk to your family and say, Hey, here's look, we, we love everybody, but here's what we're doing mm-hmm. and not, not leave it ambiguous so that people, people's assumptions then stay where they were. Right. So if you have to kind of be firm, but, but respectful mm-hmm. and loving, yeah. Sometimes you, you just have to make a hard decision, right? Feelings. I think you're you're meaning like along the lines of if we had certain plans mm-hmm. that didn't really align with everyone else's plans. Mm-hmm. Or um, if it's hey, we're doing this tradition. That. Yeah, we're not following that tradition anymore. In yeah, our house. we're we're flying to Greece, and because Jackie really. <laughs> I know. I but <laughs> I mean, it, but it could also be bigger, kind of deeper held beliefs, right? Religious uh-huh. views or. Like cultural views. Mm-hmm. I mean, culture is huge for for all of us. Like what we grew up, you know, our culture. So sometimes we're we're making changes to that, and it may not go over well. But it needs to be a, it needs to be communicated and not ambiguous. Is kind mm-hmm. of the big big thing. Oh yeah. Um, I think creating a budget is really important. So around any one of these events, regardless of right. what it is, um, that's kind of part of the expectation. So, you know, if you are hosting or let's say everyone wants you to travel to a certain location, which I actually think going to a location that's a neutral location is fun for everyone. Yeah. So if you, especially if you, whether it's everybody gets along or not, maybe that's a good mm-hmm. kind of compromise. And also, um, you know, if you're trying to like figure out how you're going to, Keep everyone entertained. Keep everyone happy and yeah, yeah, entertained. But that's really big though around those things just because if you are the person traveling or you're doing something along those lines, which I still really love the whole neutral lake house, beach yeah. house, whatever, budgeting is really important. It really is. They go hand in hand, yeah. but a neutral location as a side note is a big one as was it like, hey, mm-hmm. think about that. Like, maybe that's a good idea. And if you're the new couple and can afford it, maybe you maybe you splurge for, you know, mm-hmm. for uh, like you said, a, a, a big cabin or a, a beach house, right? Because yeah. typically they're cheaper in the in the Thanksgiving holiday season, right? Mm-hmm. And now you kind of kind of take excuses off the table if you can splurge for that. Mm-hmm. But it's a great neutral environment for people to get to know each other and yeah. and not feel like you know anybody's stepping on toes as far as like being in someone else's home and so on. Right, and I think it's also important to around that, like if you're at like a lake house or a beach house. Usually there's going to be different activities and mm-hmm. I think it prevents there from being idle time. Yeah. Like you said earlier, there's a lot of personalities and moods and, you know, sometimes during the holidays people get extra emotional. <laughs> I mean, sure. it happens. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying like if you're, if your hands are busy and you're doing things, whether it's a craft, a board game, you know, it can be any number of silly things, karaoke, whatever, just staying busy and doing fun things where you're laughing and making yeah good making memories. new traditions new yeah, memories but right fun memories that you're completely you know staying away from any potential dangerous conversations mm-hmm. but just enjoying time together i think that's something i would highly advise I, I think it's a good idea yeah and then uh the budget's a big piece of that though right mm-hmm. so you know you could be blending vastly different you know, economic backgrounds or it could be the same, whatever, but it doesn't matter. Like agree and kind of mm-hmm. have an idea around that. So it right. doesn't create 
awkward. Yeah, or, it does make yeah. anyone feel like and they're be, unable to be a part of it. And if if you know if it's if you're having those budget discussions, you have this great idea of something offsite or some cool thing you want to do around the holidays and people are him and on like be respectful of that too right you don't want to you don't want to lose the relationship mm-hmm. just so that you can check a box of some expectation that you mm-hmm. had right about some grand event it's and gonna then, be a magical event right and then they're like well we can't afford that this year oh okay right and certainly being being cognizant and respectful of your extended family's situations yeah because we're all in different places in life so we are a little bit more mobile now mm-hmm. but you know Chris and Emily are soon to have a baby, so their lives are going to be completely different. Yeah, I mean, things were right? different for us when we had um, toddlers and young kids, and it makes it difficult to travel when they're younger. Which goes back um, to the expectations. Be realistic, right. right? So I think, you know, putting kind of a, hey, like an invite with without the expectation of someone's not able to be a part of it, but also to really try to be creative around how can we make it work for everyone um, Agreed. So, but yeah, I think creating a budget and, and regardless of, yes, obviously our kids are older now, but we still need to do those things, you know, because, you know, we need to travel. There's four of us, you know, there's an expectation I'm sure around food and gifts and all this and they add up. So it would relieve a pressure and a stress. And also I think creating a budget and kind of setting an expectation of if there's any gift giving going around, um, yeah, agreed. kind of setting a limit there. Uh, I mean, I mean, we've done Secret Santa. I think it's a good idea. As a blended Secret Santa. Yeah. Right, and it makes it easy for everybody. Yeah, because that can add up. I mean, and it's and it's also a good way of sort of blending, you know, traditions for at least around Secret Santa with Christmas. Remember, mm -hmm. because oh, like Chris got my mom or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's just a yeah, not a conversation that Chris Chris is not calling my mom up. Your nephew is not calling my mom up. Just hey, Sandy, how you doing? Mm -hmm. Right. But it it builds those traditions, right? Yeah. So. Well, what about when you want to kind of start your own traditions? Like what's important? Like, so if your household, you want to start your own, like why is it important you think to have, you know, whether it's a, a keep a, tr- a tradition from your childhood or mm-hmm. start new ones, like why is it important you think? Um, well, I mean, I think it's important because it kind of, it, it builds, it's a building moment. And this is even if you don't have children, let's say we were newlyweds and we just started a tradition of we're going to go because we did do this when we were younger when the kids were younger. we would go get a fresh Christmas Christmas tree, which mm-hmm. we don't do anymore, mm-hmm. but we would get a fresh tree and it was always a night where we would go. It was a little chill in the air, get our fresh tree, get hot, some hot cocoa <laughs> and we'd always put holiday music on to decorate the tree. Mm-hmm. That was something we did do. Now the boys will still decorate tree the tree with you. Right, but as a tradition. we don't go get a fresh tree anymore because we're like, eh, the needles get everywhere. And they're older now, you know, I don't know, maybe we'll go back to it. But it created a memory and it was a special time that we just kind of checked out of everything else. So I think whatever the tradition is, let, let's say it was building, um, what do they call it? Oh, gingerbread houses. Mm-hmm. You know, typically when you're doing something along those lines, you are checked out of your phone, your computer, the world around you, and you're, you're just plugged in yeah. to that time with either your spouse or your spouse and your children. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, there's so many, right? Like it's, it kind of cements kind of your, your, like your immediate family source of identity, right? It's important for your kids to have like a, a to feel that they mm-hmm. have a, an identity and that's creating traditions and values and culture how those all play together are really important so yeah. be cognizant that i i 
I, I do regret like as we're even having this conversation, um, it's like, you know, I'm because I'm not kind of by nature nostalgic. Yeah. I haven't sort of, so not that I haven't supported you, but I haven't really been like a rah, rah to help those kind You've of been hemming and hawing. Is that what you said earlier? I have, I've been hemming <laughs> and, and, and a haw. I don't even know what that is. What is a him and a haw? Uh, it's, please explain. It's, this. I guess a country way of just saying like, like wishy-washy, no, like wishy-washy, like him and and hawing. He's like, oh. uh, I don't know, maybe, eh. you know, Procrastinating, hemming along, whatever. So, what, <laughs> what can I what can I expect in the upcoming months? Oh, I'm just gonna lay it on thick with like all the new traditions we're doing. <laughs> we're gonna do them all, all the ones we didn't do before. And then you know, the, I think there's there's that sort of generational bond that it creates too, right? Mm-hmm. And so maybe some of those traditions that the boys, as they've gotten older, are a little bit, yeah, I don't want to do that right now because they're in teenage years or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're not giving this then as an all option of a sudden, that yeah. only applies to extended family in the house. They have to follow. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. Anybody that walks through our doors, but I mean, it, it does. It really, it te- you can teach values with these traditions. It, it, it is that source of identity. It creates memories that they think that, that have like a warm, you know, like when you think back on like those types of things, they, that tends to be a happy memory. Mm-hmm. You don't think of like, Oh, oh yeah. what's all the terrible cultural and traditional things we do in our fi- family. Right. I mean, yeah. that could become like a source of a joke, but mm-hmm. ultimately you want to create those things because it does, it creates those memories. And then some mm-hmm. of those can get passed on. Yeah. Um, well, I know some people will do like the, um, Oh, we open our stockings every Christmas Eve. You know, like some sometimes that's a tradition. Mm-hmm. I, we didn't do that, but I'm just saying, like, I know that's sometimes a tradition for some people. Um, but yeah, I think this year we should make a list of all the traditions that we didn't do, even the cheesy ones, and we <laughs> we should do them all. Surprise, everybody! I mean, we it's have happening. a list. We're going through all the traditions. We're doing every single one. All we're the doing the gingerbread things. making. We're doing. I don't know. What are some of the other ones? I don't know. I'm not nostalgic. Oh, You've yeah. got to come up with them okay, all, baby. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to find all of these. I'm sure I've and then we'll have them a, somewhere. But I mean, if you just think back of some of the tips and things we've talked about, like how, how often do we bring up as our families get together when we're together? Mm. We talk, Oh, remember that? Remember this? I mean, we all do that. But when mm. you have shared memories across extended families, Mm-hmm. Now you've helped cement those bonds and help blend those traditions and those mm-hmm. cultures together Yeah, that will, will build, you can build upon mm-hmm. and it helps to make the, ex, the extended, extended family mm-hmm. more, you know, more secure, more loving, mm-hmm. hopefully more supportive of each other. All those things that are really important as mm-hmm. you're, as you grow. Right. I mean, yeah. it's, I think it brings more unity into the family and, yeah, absolutely. I think it can kind of plant even deeper roots into the foundation of your marriage. And also with the other people that are around you, those family members, it's just also kind of a way of them also kind of circling around you and bringing added support to you as right. a new couple, you know? So yeah, I mean, it's only, yeah, if there's not contention, you can make it work, you know? Yeah. Think about would, that. Think about the value of having both in-laws together supporting and loving you and Mm -hmm. as you are building your new household your new marriage yeah right Mm -hmm. when there's not contention when there's then there's love and there's support right and great memories Mm -hmm. and then 
if Miss Jackie doesn't get exactly what she wants with all these traditions, she's going to rage. <laughs> so everybody be ready. I'm just I'm not going to rage. No, I know, but you're, it's coming, people. Like, but all now the I'm things. really excited because I do want to make this list of the traditions that we and then in didn't 10 years, do. And in, I'm really yeah. hoping that because our kids are older, that they will actually go along with it. Um, maybe I'll have to bribe them a little bit. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> but then in 10 years, we'll be like, remember that year? Like, Jackie went crazy with all the traditions. And then guess what? We do them every year. Mm-hmm. But at least they'll get a good laugh out of it, at least. So our thoughts here, right? Use these next couple months and these holidays. If you're in that scenario, we've got, man, you've got, yeah, you're trying October's to blend. the prime time to do this. Right. Like you're now trying is to, the time. You're trying to blend all this new family together. Mm-hmm. You know, take the time, be cognizant of all those things we talked about, that there are, people have different perspectives. You have different religious views. You have different mm-hmm traditional things that families do Mm -hmm. sometimes for no good reason other than just we've always done it this way right just but take the time Mm -hmm. if and agree on your goals of wanting to build a family the way you want to you know build your household Mm -hmm. and then be very intentional about it hopefully you can come out of the holidays not uh needing a vacation from your vacation of the holidays but you know feeling refreshed and loved and and stronger Mm -hmm. as you build your family and you're blending those traditions, blending those cultural kind mm-hmm. of differences into your new household and what you want out of your home. Yeah, I right? think that's great. And also, I think this is probably, a, it may be even, even if couples got married last year, this may be the first year they really right? had an opportunity to do that because no one was really doing anything Everyone's last year. Everyone's kind of forced to be yeah, by themselves Yeah, so I think this is kind of like, you know, everything's going to come back kind of in terms of Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, you know, full force. Um, if they weren't able to get together last year. So now's the time to start planning. And apparently I'm already behind because Christmas trees are out at Home Depot. So you're way behind, sweetheart. I, I we know. should be Christmas should be planned already. I don't even Come have on. pumpkins on my first on my front steps yet. <laughs> There's a pumpkin shortage. <laughs> I did hear that actually. Yeah, That's we'll a real see. thing. Supposedly. So guys, we hope you enjoy your your holiday season. We'll certainly uh, talk a lot more before then, mm-hmm. but you know, it's, man, it's, it's such a great time. Like you said, mm-hmm. to think about now, how you're going to blend those traditions, how you're going to blend those cultures together yeah, and create a new family or create a new, new traditions for your family. So we hope this has been helpful. Um, it's been therapeutic for me as I realized that I have not been nearly as what's the opposite of nostalgic or no, just nostalgic. I have not been nearly as nostalgic mm-hmm. as, as I should have been over the years. And I apologize to you and to our family and to the child that you told that Santa Claus did wasn't real. Yeah. Well, formal apology. He's probably scarred for life for that. That's, <laughs> well, that's a whole different scenario, but, uh, well, all right, guys. Thanks for listening guys. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if so, please continue to listen and subscribe on Podbean, Apple podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. We would greatly appreciate positive reviews and we will answer any questions at feedback at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. For up-to-date content and news about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at destination underscore marriage and visit our website at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. Be sure to tune in next week.